You're listening to Mental Health Moment with your hosts, Joe and Lori Miller. We are two licensed mental health therapists who are married to each other. We don't agree on everything, but we do share the same outlook on how to make the most of life. Join us in our new podcast adventure together as we unpack the real stuff of life. Hey guys, this is Lori Miller and Joe Miller, and we're here to bring you some mental health moments for today. Oh man, mental health moments for today. I forgot to bring mine. Did you bring yours? Oh man, I had them set aside in my little Transformers lunchbox and I just totally forgot. Did you know I had a Transformers lunchbox? I did not, but now I'll be looking for it. Yeah. So our son had one. I might have to borrow it. When he was little. Okay. And for whatever reason, I've never thrown it away. It's still sitting there in the cabinet. So maybe yeah, I'll uh, maybe I'll bring some lunch sometimes. In Great the Transformers lunchbox. We're so eighties. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> what exactly is a mental health moment, Lori? So a mental health moment is you know just taking a moment, if you will, when you let's say you get to work, right? And I don't know about like other places, but in South Florida. Like driving to work is a huge ordeal. There's lots of highways and lots of tension and traffic. And so, you know, you fight all that to get to work. Maybe you've had a rough time with the kids, getting the kids ready for school, all that. And so you come barreling in the driveway in your car, you pull into the parking space and run out and run into your office and you're like, you know, out of breath and all of that, right? Wow, I didn't even know all that happened. (laughs) I miss out on so much after you leave the house. (laughs) This is my experience back in the day anyway. All right. So the idea here of, of a mental health moment is like, you know what? Sit in your car for a minute if you have to. Take a well, minute. Well, come you know. on. I mean, especially right now, it's fall and this beautiful weather. Yeah, it's amazing. So why not sit in there for a little while longer? Right. There's no law that says you have to jump right out of the car. Take a not minute yet. for yourself. Not yet. Right. Until they come knocking on the window. Hey, are you coming in today? <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> I think some people have a debate. How yeah. many people out there have sat in your car at your work and debated on whether or not you were going to continue that day. Just send us a a response to that. We want to see what you guys have to say about that. Right. Like you're doing the pros and cons uh, on your little worksheet there. I'm I'm willing to bet there's a lot of people who sat out in the parking lot of their work and were really trying to figure out if they were going to continue that day or not, or right. make a career change. <laughs> right, and it happens right there in the car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's, and that's a stress I think people feel. So part of the mental health moment concept was like, hey, give yourself five minutes in your car, center yourself, listen to music, listen to a motivational speech, whatever you have to do. So this mental health moment has to happen in your car? No, oddly enough, oh, you can oh. have a mental health moment anywhere. Okay. I just want to clarify. That's just, you know, I know a lot of people have that particular experience, but yeah, I mean, you can, you can take a mental health moment at the beach if that's where you live and you have access to that or a park or you know what, you can just go in your closet in your room and just, you know, lock the door and just say, you know what, I need five minutes from you people to just center myself. Not that I've ever done that. Wow. (laughs) You know, just talking about a friend. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you have friends out there, (laughs) um, I'd also just like to mention that there, there actually is a place where you can get a good resource for these mental health moments. And uh, I believe, would you like to tell us a little bit about the title of your your book that's out? And yes. Well, and if you haven't heard, I, I wrote a book. Did you know did that? Did you? Yeah. No, I never I, heard about not that. Not at right? all. Yeah. Never. I never yeah. talk about it. Those or sleepless bring it up. nights or yes. anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was all just so effortless. Um, yeah. So I do have a book. It's called 31 Days of Mental Health Moments. Um, and basically, it's kind of a devotional style guide for mental health. And what I mean by that is, Um, A lot of people like reading small, short chapters of something inspirational, whether for some people it's scripture, for other people it's just positive thinking and 
and positive thoughts. So it's really a way to say, hey, I'm going to have a cup of coffee in the morning. So if I'm drinking that coffee, I'm going to go ahead and uh, read a chapter in this book. And they're just little short, quick hits that, hey, today focus on encouraging your coworkers or um, today I'm going to try and focus on positive things instead of negative things. It's just like one little small mental health tip that can maybe help you improve your day. Because my experience has been a lot of people come in and they're ready to change everything all at one time so they can have good mental health. And it's hard to change everything at one time, but you can do a lot if you, um, you know, if you do it over the course of a month and see the gains that you have after just a month. So it was kind of my way of giving people sort of snackable bits and chunks and ways of improving their life. Yeah, and I think it's so good, too. One of my favorite things about it is that you don't necessarily have to read it in order. You can actually just switch around to different days depending on what's going on in your life. And especially now with the holidays coming up, you're just, yes, the beautiful weather's here, the fall weather's here, especially down here in South Florida. But at the same time, there's so much more that's going on that people are starting to think about and try to put details together for their life. And before you know it, you can be all stressed out and wrapped up in all the details. So that's what I like about it too, is that it speaks to different situations on different days as well. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the book. Is that, can I consider that an endorsement? Oh yeah. Definitely okay. gave you a positive review. Okay. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I will say too, it's, um, it's also a good gift to give. I'm not sure how you give a gift of, hey, I think you have mental health issues. Here's a book. <laughs> That's one of those things where you have to kind of be careful. You're like, hey, I got you something works. here. And then they're like, what are you trying to say? Right, exactly. Um, but think about it. So um, you can find it at uh, mymentalhealthmoment.com. Um, you can go there and uh, see the link to the book. And also I offer a free chapter um, if you want to uh, give your information for that, uh, just to sample it, see what you like and see if you want to go ahead and buy the book. So um, so I'd encourage you to do that, take a look at it. So um, I enjoyed writing it just because I do enjoy writing and I enjoy, it's kind of like a puzzle to me to put things together. So um, it was fun for me to put it together and, and see and have people come up to me and say, hey, you know, this chapter helped me or, you know, I remembered something that you wrote in that chapter and it really helped me a whole lot. So anyway, so that is my, uh, that's, that's my pitch for my book. So well, every yeah. good podcast has a pitch, right? So for those of you out there, we just want to encourage you while you're listening to that Christmas music or whatever day it starts. I know for Lori, it started a few months ago, probably. Starts in October, the usually. The Christmas music. And yeah. you know, part of it here too, okay, Florida, Florida is beautiful. Okay. I love Florida. But Florida's a little weird when it comes to fall and winter and the holidays oh, because man. basically fall in Florida means it's not terrible with the weather here. I don't know if that's your experience, but Florida summer, you always hear me say, I'm ready to move and go somewhere else. And then when October hits, I'm like, well, the weather's kind of nice. I think I'll stick around. So what, what do you think? What do you think about uh, fall in Florida? Oh, I love it. I love the cool mornings. And uh, if Florida had cool mornings every day, I think it would be awesome. The only problem is everybody would move here. Mm -hmm. There would be no space at all. So I think those um, summertime mornings that aren't quite so nice kind of help balance it out. But so anyway, grab those, grab those books, go online, order them. It's a great Christmas present. Listen to some of that Christmas music. Get yeah. it started if you haven't already done so. And uh, Mental Health Moment, 31 Days Mental Health yeah, Moment. Yeah, MyMentalHealthMoment.com is oh, where you can find mental, it. Oh, your mental, or my. MyMentalHealthMoment.com. My. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm an only child. So, okay, yeah, so all right. That made sense to me to make that the web address. Sounds so, good. Yeah, so, well, and as, you know, I think part of it too, like here comes the holidays, right? So 
I was listening to a, I listened to a smooth jazz Christmas station that I enjoy very much that I start in October, right? So it's not overwhelming. It's not crazy amounts of jingle bells and rocking around the Christmas tree, but it's, you know, kind of cool jazz, right? And so yesterday I heard um, a Harry Connick Christmas song and it really like takes me back every time I hear him because he is like the soundtrack of our marriage, our 30 year marriage. Oh man, yeah. that's good. Because if you remember, I hope you remember, um, <laughs> when we were dating, we were listening a lot to Harry Connick, uh, the soundtrack from When Harry Met Sally, which is a movie that we- Oh yeah, one of my favorites. Before. Yeah, so when I think of Harry Connick, I think of that. And then when I hear the Christmas song, especially, I think about you know walking through Central Park with the leaves turning and everything kind of related to the holidays. And of course, we never actually done that walk through Central Park with the leaves turning? No, we've always tried, but we either get there too soon or too late. <laughs> too late. We haven't gotten that just right yeah, yet. Yeah, so, so that one's still on our bucket it's list. It's either springtime, fall, well, not fall, it's either springtime or snow. Yeah, so, yeah. Summer, yeah, or snow. Yeah. No, anyway. So yeah, so I, that was kind of going through my mind of thinking about Harry Connick and all that, you know, how maybe our holiday seasons have changed a bit through the years. We've done a, a lot of different things. We've gone to New York some years, uh, spent spent it at home, spent it with family. You know, I think that's the thing after 30 years, you kind of run the gamut of the holidays. Well, not only that, but, you know, kind of talking about family for a moment and holidays. I mean, pff, wow, what a dangerous tightrope there. I know, right? Yeah, it can be a pretty stressful time of year, the holidays. It can be rewarding, but, you know, a lot of people say that family and fish all start to stink after three <laughs> days, you know? So it's, it's like you love to be around your family, but then also there's a certain amount of time frame that then kind of crosses that limit. We all love each other. Whether we get along or not, it's a whole nother story. Right. And hey, let's just put it out there. Nobody can push your buttons like your family. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they know where all the buttons are. Exactly. <laughs> Not that they would ever do it intentionally. Right, right. But that's a common one I hear from a lot of people is not even just like all the things, gifts they have to find and wrap and all that. Um, and, you know, that's probably even different this year now after the pandemic, right? We don't shop like we used to. We don't, everything's kind of changed this year too. So, you know, add that on top of it. But then, okay, I'm going to see, you know, Aunt Martha. And every time if you're single, Aunt Martha's always, you know, why aren't you married? You know, all of that stuff that you kind of like, okay, I know this is coming. So what do good, I do, right? Good old Aunt Martha. Good Aunt Martha. Yep. Well, you know, I think it's uh, interesting because really I think what it, you would probably say in your book of 31 Days of Mental, Mental Health, Health Moments, Moments. <laughs> would probably be to set some kind of boundaries or something, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's definitely the important part is you have to have, I mean, you don't have to let sort of that holiday stress just happen to you. And I'm, I guess in that case, I'm really talking about uh, family that you maybe are not going to be super excited to see or you love them and you're not like, you know, you know kind of what to expect and what's going to come and you're going to have to defend yourself and all of that stuff, right? And I think everybody goes through that. So you can actually be pretty intentional about it. You don't just have to go and see what happens and hope that you can deal with it and be okay or expect that you're going to get upset. You can set boundaries for what you really, how you want it to go and what you want to happen and and how much of it you actually want to tolerate and put up with. You know? Well, let's just go ahead and kind of put it out there for those people that might just really have like a, a difficult situation they're going into. I mean, we all want to think that we love our families and that we are going to enjoy these times together. But what if we know we're walking into a hurricane or a storm ahead of time? What what do we do then? Yeah, well, do we just not go? Well, I mean, some people do that, right? Some people just say, well, I, I don't want to be a part of it, right? 
Um, and those people kind of have different ways of setting boundaries, but I find that most people, while that's in their head, well, maybe I just won't go, you know, then there's a obli- sort of obligation, like, well, if I don't show up, how's it going to look and all of that, right? So I think the first thing that you can do when that happens is, you know, okay, how can I make a plan for how this is going to go? So this is things like, okay, let's say there's, you know, a big event, a big dinner, you know, a lot of families have big dinners. Oh, and yeah. Maybe the dinner lasts six hours, eight hours by the time people are... Well, that's a long that's dinner. That's a long dinner, right? It's like... It <laughs> <laughs> does sound like a long time, <laughs> right? But, I mean, in large families, I think that's... I don't maybe know. I'm really not from a large hour, family. but it seems like eight hours. Right. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a Rip Van Winkle kind oh, of thing where word. you're going to sleep through some of it. I mean, I'm not from a large family, so that wasn't my experience. But I know a lot of people have large families. You know, it's a big deal and you feel like you're there forever. And then that just kind of gives you more time for people to kind of mess with you and, you know, for you to feel defensive and all of that kind of stuff. So sometimes coming into it and saying, okay, I know we're going to have the the appetizers and the, the small talk, and then we have dinner, and then there's coffee and desserts and all of that. So knowing that, do you maybe just go for the appetizers and dinner and you leave after dinner, or maybe you just come for dinner and maybe you just come for coffee because you've got other obligations? You can kind of pick and choose how long you stay. So part of this plan is just kind of limiting the amount of time that you're with them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not that you don't want to be there right? maybe you don't, but well, and I think a lot of people do want to be there, but then they kind of know this stuff is coming and they don't want to be there for that. Right. Um, and I think that's a lot of it is just saying, well, okay, come for the dinner, you know, and then when it's time to go, it's time to go. And then when you walk away, you have, maybe you, you know, you have a good time, um, maybe things haven't gotten to the point that they've gotten before, and at least you feel like, you know, okay, that was good, that was nice, right? There's no law that says you have to you have to stay the whole time, right? That's true. Nobody's putting a law out there yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, so that's definitely um, one thing. And, and then a lot of times, you know, you have to be a little assertive about that because then you say, hey, you know, I've had a good time, but it's time for me to go. And you know, that some of that is just using your assertiveness skills, which we can talk about at some point too. Because um, I think a lot of people struggle with being, you know, assertive and asking for what they want. It's a hard one. Um, so that's one thing. And then the second thing I would say is really to kind of pick your battles. I mean, the reality is we know, you know, who's, you know, Aunt Martha's like that, right? Has Aunt Martha ever not been like that? Boy, I don't know. I don't even know if I've met Aunt Martha, but she <laughs> Actually, sounds interesting. don't even have an Aunt Martha. No? That's what's funny. Okay. No. Um, but I mean, when we're with family, sometimes we know who that person is, who's sort of like I said, Aunt Martha, why aren't you married? You know, when are you going to, you know, do this? When, when are you going to, when is your career going to take off? Like all of that, you know, she's going to be that way. So it's sort of like, you kind of have to say, okay, I can sit there and be defensive and fight back and try to explain myself. You know, or I can just pick my battle and say, well, you know, I can respond that way and I can push back and I can be kind of mean and nasty, but does that really advance the relationship? True, true. Well, you know, some some of the things I've found too in the past is uh, bring in some people with you, like get some people on your team, maybe mm-hmm. pull somebody aside uh, that you trust and just say, hey, I'm really looking forward to spending time with the family this year. Every time I go around Aunt Martha, she starts to go down this road. So can you be my buffer? Uh, you know, just if we start going off kilter here, can you kind of jump in, redirect the conversation, uh, allow us to have quality time together without the distractions? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it, too, is that we all love different people in our family. And we love to spend time around certain ones. 
But then when we throw an Aunt Martha in there, sometimes it keeps us from having that experience with that other person that we super enjoy or that we oftentimes walk away feeling validated or just deeper relationships. So you can bring somebody else along with you. Uh, it can be a part of your family. Throw your family out. Bring somebody they never I met I was going to say, bring somebody they never met. They're like, always great. Whoa, yeah. okay. Don't tell them you're doing it either. It's so fun. <laughs> you get to watch a whole nother dynamic. But then that might lead us to a whole nother yeah, session. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> How to deal with fallout from uh, the holidays. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, no, I, I think that's I think that's true that... And that's being just being intentional. If you know if you know certain things are going to trigger you or set you off, number one, knowing it is half the battle. But then don't be surprised when you hear that thing from Aunt Martha, and don't you know don't go there with the same exact response. Just know that you know being friendly, being nice, whatever you have to do. A lot of times it's not it's not a matter of like you know okay. Let's blow out the whole relationship. You, you don't necessarily want to do that. So what can you do to kind of just keep things going? Sometimes it's just ignoring the comments. I mean, some people, you know, are kind of like that. You just ignore it and pick your battles and move on, you know. So sometimes it's easier said than done. But um, And then, you know, the other thing is focus on the things that you actually enjoy. I mean, there's sometimes the, you know, favorite uh, back porch moments where everybody's sitting around in the rocking chairs and talking about things, catching up. Um, maybe you have a favorite cousin, you know, that you enjoy hanging out with. You don't get to see very often, you know, spend time. Hey, let's go off and, you know, take a walk or, you know, let's go to the movies or, you know, whatever, and kind of focus your time on people that, that, you know, you do really enjoy being around and let the rest be what it is. Right, right. Well, and if you just find yourself in a really bad situation where you're just stuck in a car with Aunt Martha driving six hours somewhere <laughs> for a family dinner that might go eight hours, apparently. Yeah, apparently eight hours. Hey, there's always the... Uh, My grandchildren have so much to look forward to. <laughs> oh, man, blessed are they. Uh, there's always the opportunity to just turn around and start asking Aunt Martha about her, about her experiences mm. and some of the things she's been going through and Take an interest, and even though it may be a little difficult, take an interest in some of the things that she might have done in the past, and I think you'll probably find Aunt Martha's not so bad after all. Maybe there's some aspects or some sides to Aunt Martha that you never knew. True. And so that that's a game changer right there. Right. It, you know, it's just taking charge of the conversation and showing an interest, and a lot of times that's all people need. Well, and as you say that, I was even thinking a lot of times when certain people you know, in any setting, act certain ways, there's usually a reason for that. Attention-seeking. And Well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> of course. But beyond that, even the attention-seeking, there's usually something driving it, um, a need there that's not been met, or something that says, hey, this is how I ha I feel like I have to Wait act with Wait a second. Am I, am I starting to move towards becoming friends with Aunt Martha? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, well, you and Aunt Martha sitting together at the kitty table. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, we all know that Aunt Martha is really not the one that gets to us. It's just us mm -hmm. dealing with whether or not we're happy with where we are. And then she just kind of brings it up and reminds us. So just know that you're where you're at. you got a game plan in place and you're taking it one step at a time. And especially if you've already gotten the 31 Days of Mental Health Moment book. Yeah, that'll only help you, Yeah, right? so now yeah. you're definitely on the right <laughs> Give track. Give Aunt Martha a copy of the book for the holiday. There you go. I'm sure she'd love it. Yeah, exactly. And then, then she can sit and wonder. Just give it to her. Don't even say, like, I think you need this. Just give it to her for Christmas. And then watch, like, the the wheels turn in her head trying to figure out why you gave it to her, right? That could be fun. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I endorse that or not. But... <laughs> I'm just joking, of course. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so there you go. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's a little, a few little tips on holiday stress. I think that, um, you know, will help people at least kind of relax a little. And this year all bets are off because we've come off the pandemic. So I think that a lot of people are kind of feeling stress in other areas that maybe they're coming into the season already feeling a little stretched that maybe, you know, Hey, relax. That's right. Enjoy and do what you can and know that it won't be perfect. No expectations, you know, Sitting here talking with Lori, it's so interesting because she always reminds me that the reason that our marriage is so smooth is because she has low expectations. (laughs) (laughs) So set those expectations a little lower. That's actually very true, but not quite like that. Not quite in those words, though. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, that's how they. Hey, guys, if you can find a lady with low expectations. Life's a lot better, okay? Yeah, we'll have to tell that story. We'll leave that. We'll just kind of leave that in the air. There's a story there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but just know that you've exceeded my expectations in every way. Well, there you go. Yeah. I didn't have to try too hard. (laughs) Exactly. But you're you're crushing it, man. Oh, wow. (laughs) All right. So, well, happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. Welcome to the holiday season. Yes. And uh, so be sure to check out that book. And uh, and if you also want to drop a comment, that could be interesting. uh, Given we want to see what you guys have to say. Sometimes it helps us to come up with other areas that people are struggling in or subjects that we need to address. Yeah. It would be helpful to more than just one person, but maybe something everybody's dealing with. So input is definitely uh, encouraged. Yeah, so you can do that at Joe and Lori at mymentalhealthmoment.com. And that's the word and. So Joe and Lori at mymentalhealthmoment.com. Or you can go on YouTube if you're uh, listening to this on YouTube and just drop a comment underneath the, the video. And uh, what is it all the YouTubers say? Like, subscribe, and like, subscribe, hit all the buttons. I don't know, like something that. like that. Yeah. I can't keep okay. up anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can do that too. That'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. Well, I guess we will uh, check you out next time. Until then. Until then. Thanks so much for listening. We would love to hear from you. Drop us a question or comment at Joe and Lori at mymentalhealthmoment.com. Don't forget to visit mymentalhealthmoment.com where you can find my newest book called 31 Days of Mental Health Moments, a month of daily practices to help you cope with the stress and anxiety of your crazy busy life. It's a great gift for this holiday season for sure. See you next time.